Hello there, and welcome back to the Natalie and, and Dennis Show pa, 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 Podcast. Yeah. How you doing, Natalie? I'm doing well. What's today's episode about? Happy Friday. Oh, happy Friday indeed. I'm so sorry. It's <laughs> That was four, your one line. <laughs> no, 4 p.m. Eastern time. Well, listen, I'm guessing you clicked on this video because maybe you're feeling a little bit in a slump. Mm. Right. We all start off by feeling super motivated by building really great routines. That's for sure. But then one day we just kind of stop. It stops. It stops cold turkey. Right. Yep. So today we really wanted to talk about some life changing sustainable routines. Yes. That have really helped us and a better way to plan ahead so that you can stop feeling so overwhelmed. Yeah. You guys have been asking for us to get a little bit deeper with a lot of the topics that we've mentioned previously. And if you stick into the end of the video, we'll actually talk about the one thing that we have done and integrated (laughs) into our lives to fix everything. No, but honestly, it, it is one really incredible tip that even if you're single, we're a couple here and it's greatly enhanced our life. So. I'm telling you, even if you're single and ready to mingle, this will help you level up your life. I'm telling you. Exactly. Yeah. So we are getting deeper today. And we so we are go for it, host. Well, <laughs> as the host and as the one who prepared the script and did these things, you know, uh, people in the comments have been saying that they want us to dive deeper into one or two topics and to not switch around. I heard you guys. I wanted to make some changes and make you happy. So, Natalie, I have a question for you. Okay. And then you're welcome to hit me with a question right after that. They are prepared and, you know, you can do your thing. But what is me? What has making a routine that works for you look like? And how many times has this routine revamped itself? Well, as somebody with ADHD, my routine has revamped itself every single month, maybe every single week, but I have stuck to something recently. So in the last episode, we actually talked about all about period syncing, which is how I've been managing my life around my period and my moods and my hormones. That's been really helpful. And then I also created a new system, which is now probably live by the time this video is up. It is my best me journal. Best me journal. Oh, I like that little jingle with that. And it is a 11 page system on how I organize my entire life from goals of the month to just today's intentions to celebrations. And it's currently available if you want to check it out. I will link it below for you. Check it out on offlinehumans.com. That's where you can get your copy. We have it in both a beige and gradient color. Yeah. But I mean, why has that helped me so much? I mean, you've seen, I've been using that for over a year because I created it a year ago. And after getting so many requests from you guys on Instagram, when I was sharing it, I decided, all right, fine. If you want it, here it is as well. And I mean, originally it wasn't supposed to be something that was sold. It was something that you actually created for yourself to help you with your issues and staying organized. And then we looked at it and we were like, you know what? A lot of people would actually enjoy this. Mm -hmm. Here world, have it. Well, people ask for it. So that's why I was like, huh, maybe I should just put this together and make it look real cute. And it did take me many months to do that because we were a little bit of a perfectionist, but it's currently up in live. So so the question was routine. And so you're saying that the Best Me Journal helped you with your routine. Yes. Can you tell me or explain to me how it helped you? Yeah. Well, I think one, I got really clear on my morning routine and my evening routine, like all the steps that make me feel my very best. So it starts out with, I wake up two hours before work. That is a non-negotiable for me right? Because I don't want to feel like I'm being rushed to then shower, get ready for my day. I always prioritize breakfast and then I always do something for me. So whether that's uh, Bible journaling or just like 
listening to a nice podcast or getting outside. That's what those two hours consist of. So it started off with my morning routine, right? Yeah. Then I also clarified what are my non-negotiables for my evening routine. So for me, it always starts out with ending work at five, right? At five. At five, which hasn't happened this week. I will admit we're working really hard because prior to this episode going live, we're actually in Columbia right now, you guys. And so I'm having to bulk and do a lot of stuff. So I haven't been sticking to that one thing and i feel like it's been affecting my routine and my mood you've seen it oh for sure i've been crying like every day (laughs) but i mean the thing is the best me journal has helped you stay on top of things Mm -hmm. right uh you do occasionally oftenly feel overwhelmed i do um what do you do when you do feel overwhelmed and what have you realized can help well With my evening routine, I always make sure that I'm either getting exercise in the morning or in the afternoon. Sorry, in the morning. Yeah. Morning or afternoon. Also my skincare and doing something fun in the day. Those are like my non-negotiables and that's made me feel a lot better. But another thing that I've been doing is I have been time blocking my day because before I used to schedule so many things in a day that it just, it doesn't even make sense for any of those things to happen together. Mm -hmm. So when I see it, my week at a glance from a bird's eye view, then I'm like, okay, this is really what I'm going to get done. So then that gets moved into another thing. Now, another template, cause I'm kind of an organization freak like this is it's called the year at a glance, the year at a glance, <laughs> which I actually think I might actually start something like that as well. No way. I want to really? like, yeah, I want to create something for myself and my Audis. But, um, I heard about this first through Ali Abdal and it's literally like this incredible page where you see every single day of the year. So you can visually say, Oh my God, during this time I'm going to be in Colombia. And then during this time I'm going to post these videos and Perfect. it's just much better than seeing it day to day, you know, but also day to day is important. You need to be hyper-focused then look from a glance. I, I actually looked at your year at a glance. You called it the year at a glance or what yeah. did you call it? A year at a glance. A year at a glance. And what's interesting about it is you can see from above, right? If you said from a bird's eye view, mm-hmm. how much time you actually dedicate to a certain thing, right? Yes. And if you color code and you look at the calendar and you visualize the weeks and the colors, you, you're like, wow, I dedicated so much time to that one particular thing. That should be the one thing that you succeed in obviously exactly. if, it, if it's the, what, the one thing you dedicate the most time to right yeah or in in opposite fashion you can also be like i'm not dedicating as much time to that one thing as i thought i was and you know take an inner look at it and be like am i succeeding in that and if not it just could be that you're not dedicating the correct amount of time for it but that's why that sheet helped me because i was always doing the today sheet which is something that was really helpful day to day but then Every week I was disappointed because I was like, why are my YouTube videos not getting put up? Oh, it's because I haven't blocked out time. When I looked at the year at a glance, what did I see? I was like, dude, we haven't focused on YouTube in like half a year, actually. Right? And that's how it was. Yeah. That's how it was. And literally what happened this week after we had that realization, because sometimes it does take you like being like, like, duh, right? After we had that realization... I literally filmed two videos in the last two days. But this is the thing though, right? We would, we would like organize our life, our life. Right. And then all of a sudden it was like a few moments later and then nothing ended up happening. Right. We would plan mm -hmm. and focus on what we wanted to do or what was the easiest. Sometimes we would avoid the difficult stuff because I think that's the thing, right? When you're creating a routine, there is this paralysis of fear 
at times when you actually see everything that you have to do. But that's why I'm saying these three elements are very important. One is the today worksheet. Yes. Right. Which, as I said, it's, it's inside of the best me. You can even create this yourself. You don't have to purchase the book to get it. So one. The today worksheet. Two. Two is the week at a glance. The week at a glance. Right. Three. Three. Your year at a glance. Year at a glance. Yeah. It is quite important. Dennis yes. is having a lot of fun with these transitions. The edits are just so funny. <laughs> um, if you didn't know our podcast, we actually edit in real time. So that's why he's like maneuvering everything. I'm working it. Um, we, our, our, our team right now is, is out and about it's actually really right sad to say, yeah, um, that he's in Colombia and then Sabina is officially in college again, but yes. she'll be back with us. She said in a year, we hope she keeps her promise. Uh, I mean, the thing is she was never supposed to be long-term anyways. I know it's so crazy. I told Dennis one day, I was like, I'm so overwhelmed. We need help. And he's like, I literally just texted my cousin to come on over. And I'm like, what? And she turned out to be just so incredible. She's been an amazing addition to, you know, the team. And and then, you know, in a year, she'll be back, hopefully. And she said she's bringing a friend. But so anyways, we'll someone asked, someone directly asked, right? From the outside perspective, how do you, as in me, Dennis, deal, you? We deal with being overwhelmed? They said that I look like a cool cucumber. Hmm. Cool cucumber. Well, you know, I try my best. I would say I'm patient, but, you know, just like everyone else, I get overwhelmed as well. And, you know, whenever things start to pile up, I have a limit (laughs) just like everyone else. And, you know, recently I have found myself giving way to more stress. It's um, it's been building and it's been, you know, hard to cope with. And there really is no I'm not used to it personally because I I don't normally how do you say like break, yeah. you know? And um, you're pretty in tune with your emotions, I think. Yeah. Hitting that breaking point makes me realize that I as well have to have something in place for when I feel a certain way. So what do you think that could be for you? I don't know, because you have to experience it first mm-hmm. kind of abruptly and then be like, oh, shit, I got to get my stuff together and like fix this. You know, I had never experienced a mental breakdown before. I don't know if I have experienced one up until now or if it's in the future or if I ever will, but I do need to plan accordingly or if it were to happen, what I should do. What do you think led you to the last one? Um, I don't That know. was yesterday, right? <laughs> My mental breakdown? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was, or what day was that? <laughs> I don't know. It was just, it was a lot. And, uh, you know, I, it's very hard for me to speak my feelings sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so being put on the spot. I'm even, even, really proud of you right now. Yeah. Being put on the spot is just really difficult. I'm not me. trying to put you on the spot. No, though. no, not this. Yeah. On the spot, like talking about it, even oh. together in privacy, you know, like oh, it's yeah. difficult for me. Do, but don't you think it's a little easier with the camera? No. No. Is it harder? No, it's the same. Hmm. I don't hide anything from, from when, we, when we're filming or anything. Yeah. I'm pretty open book. I'm really proud of you for that. Yeah. But but I would like to figure that out for you too. Yeah. Because I, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I was going to go into the next thing, but yeah, you can go ahead. No, I guess I just wanted to elaborate because if I was listening and this episode is about getting deeper, I would want to know, okay, Dennis, you look cool as a cucumber, but clearly something triggered that out of you. What was that? And how do you think you could 
next time get out of it. I mean, you've mentioned running is a really big thing for you. It completely zones you out. And in a weird way, I feel like whenever I'm really stressed out, what Mm. helps me is actually just tackling the thing. Yeah. So remember we were doing our family calendar that one time and I I was like crying and then you came back and you're like, can we just do this? Like, let's just do it. And I felt so much better right after. So I've recognized that for me, sometimes I just have to do the thing because I'll ponder on it too long. And you shared something with me the other day on TikTok that actually made a lot of sense for me. Oh, the video. You want to remember? So I actually have it. It was one of the TikToks that we were going to react to and we were going to see tell them whether we match with it right so there was a psychologist or like a a therapist who went about these three ways of thinking and if you do think in these ways it tends to lead to anxiety and depression they're called Mm -hmm. thinking styles so i'm actually gonna put it on screen right now and we can all listen and then after each one i want to pause it and say and ask you do you think you see the world in this way and Mm -hmm. we're gonna gauge our own thinking styles yeah it was a really interesting video for me. Things that you may be doing that are driving yourself crazy. They're actually thinking styles that are known to lead to depression and anxiety, or maybe just feeling more worried or down than you need to. The first one we're going to talk about all or none thinking. You see things in absolutes, black and white. They're all good. They're all bad. This is perfect. This is terrible. Most things in life are on a continuum. And if you can rate things from on a scale from zero to 10, you'll see things a little more realistically and maybe That's not me. as upsetting. So tell me about that. Yeah. So that was the one that really hit home for me. Dennis has made me aware of this. Whenever I'm having a bad day, I'm like, I will say things in absolutes. I'll be like, oh, I'm always so unorganized. Yeah. Or today, this week has been so bad, you know, as opposed to saying like, I'm, I was feeling unorganized today, but it doesn't mean that I'm an unorganized person. Mm-hmm. What other things do I say? That's kind of like that. When uh, it, it's the same thing, like yeah. you're having a bad day, you forget about anything positive that you had in the same day or even the same week or even yeah. the same month. And it just, the world's crashing, you know? Yeah. And it's a straight, uh, he said from zero to 10, it's a zero. And then when things are good, you're like, my life is so great. Everything is butterflies. Why am I like that? And it's a 10. But, you know, recent recent things that have happened can easily fall as a four. That's true. And I, I like that idea. Like like um, a small thing, small tasks, like we got to pay a bill, for example. When that bill is not paid or it's late or overdue or anything, it's as, it, your mind goes zero. Oh, alarms are ringing everything is going wrong i feel out of control everything is so terrible when in reality a a late bill yeah you take the hit you have to pay a fee but once you pay the fee everything is fine you know like it's not to the level of zero you know you know i don't know i disagree with that because like i and maybe this is where my perfectionist comes into like I feel that that's not okay. Like I wouldn't just let myself be like, oh great, let's just take the late fee. I'm going to be like, why were we so unorganized that now we're paying extra money for something that we didn't just pay for it on time? Agreed. You know? Oh, I understand. So I would like to stop thinking in absolutes, but it just, it rings really true to me. Okay. And I think that's why I am anxious all the time. Well, let's look at the next one and then we can consider whether the next one fits you or me, you know, and then, you know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. The second one, over-exaggerating. Something that is a little bit negative is seen as way more negative than it really is. Making mountains out of molehills. 
uh, drama queen. You know, you've heard those kinds of things. How about that one? <laughs> Do you think you fit that one? It's very similar to the first one. In a way, yeah. It's like today was the worst day ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty intense. Yes. Like, why do I have to say that? And, you know, I want to shout out to Remy Ashton. I saw a little snippet of their podcast and I thought this was so incredible. She was like, whenever I'm having a really hard day, I just tell myself, let's just get through tomorrow. Let's just get through tomorrow. And I thought that was like really, I don't know. I like, I like that idea. Like, wow, I'm my own cheerleader. I'm like, let's just do it. And then she ended that by saying, and I did that. And now my brother has cancer. My dog died and I have a cyst in my brain. And I was like, shit, like that's a lot to go through. However, I like that mentality. And I mean, if you're going to get through the hard shit, you might as well get through it in a good mindset. Right. I So... You know, it's weirdly enough, I also feel sometimes that I think I over-exaggerate, you know, Mm -hmm. and I don't know why our minds do this, but it is very in the sometimes, and this isn't always, it's like everything's falling apart. You You feel that? Sometimes. That's, you know, I want to say something. You never do that, but you, that's what happened when you broke down that time. Yeah. You felt that all of a sudden. It, It feels like everything's just going wrong. Yeah. It's a terrible feeling. Yeah. Hmm. You want to listen to the third one? (laughs) I just want to say one thing. I think grief and losing someone really makes you become someone that you completely don't recognize because I was not like this before. I wasn't. Mm -hmm. I could handle more and life was cute, you know? And that's why I sometimes feel like this innocence was stripped away from me after Elia passed because I feel like all of a sudden I saw the reality of life and everybody that used to tell me life is hard, life is not fair. All of a sudden I started believing it and I wish that I could go back to my old self, but I can't, but that is hard for me. Like I'm kind of grieving my past self. Do you think that goes into the absolutes thing that he mentioned? Do you feel like you're stuck at that zero and it's been hard for you to like drag yourself out of it? Hmm. It is a way of thinking. And, it and, is. And it's the, all mental. The therapy that he's mentioning is thinking patterns and states of it's mind. It's true. Right? I think this that video made me realize I'd like to reinforce my mindset a little bit more and read some books on how to make it better. All right. Let's listen to number eight. The Three? third one. Whoops. I mean, on. <laughs> wait, wait, sorry. It, it's camera eight. That's why I said eight. Still going here. My brain's not Jumping working. Jumping to conclusions without any evidence. You either think you know what someone's <laughs> thinking or you think... You're predicting what's going to happen, but you overly predict some negative outcome. Let's try to stop doing these things and you'll feel better. (laughs) Yeah, I jump to conclusions a lot. I create the craziest scenarios in my head. I'm like, but Dennis, what if this? But what if this? He's like, but that's not real life. Like, and you did mention to me, you were like, Hmm, I wonder if you have OCD because OCD people tend to have a very imaginative light, um, mm-hmm. imagine like imagination. Yeah. My imagination is crazy. Like I tell Dennis that in the in almost nine years, <gasps> wait a second. What happened? Oh my God. In two days, it's nine years of YouTube. Oh, wow. Anyways, uh, anyways, <laughs> no, 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 because that's so cool. I was going to say in the nine years now that I've been doing YouTube, I've never run out of ideas. I always have ideas. And that's because my imagination is so wild. But I also think it's 
a double-edged sword because I'm crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Like I literally will think of the worst scenarios and I do act on that assumptions. Like what if this happens? What if this happens? And then you have to bring me back to life and be like, Natalie, that hasn't happened. That's true. Like, let's stay here. Don't let your imagination run wild. I want to talk about a couple of comments that people left inside of that video. Um, and they really rang true to me. I believe them obviously. And that's why I wrote them down. But one person said, this is me. I literally cause my own pain. I overthink everything so much. I can't sleep. Has that happened to you? Oh yeah. hundred percent. Do you believe that you cause your own pain? Yes, I do. Because there has been so many times in my life where whatever I was so worried about turned out so much better than what I could have ever imagined. Do you know how scared I was? <laughs> look how tiny you look. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how scared I was when I released my Impress collection? You were pretty, you know, nervous. I was so nervous. And <sighs> hey, things turned out really great. So why was I like eating myself alive? Yeah. Like it was scary. The thing is like, I don't think people who think in this way get get out of it very easily. No. Because look, okay. Lo- looking back at it, right. You had an impressed collab. Yeah. You're really nervous. Like you said, you were, you're, it was eating at you. It was bothering you. Certain things you were very like nervous, overwhelmed, thinking ahead, trying like predicting failure or whatever. We're out of it. Mm-hmm. And yet we tend to still think that way or you're still in that mindset towards maybe other projects that you have in your mind now. I know. Right? I'm so scared. So looking back Why at that, do I do that? Looking yeah. back at that and seeing that it didn't end up being a fracaso failure or whatever. But also like, what if it is a failure? Like what does it matter? I'm still going to, I'm going to survive. You know what I mean? That's true. But I, I do have, I don't know. I've become really negative. I have to admit it. Well, another one says bingo. I got all three, <laughs> which is terrible. <laughs> Um, and then another one says, these uh, feel like core parts of my being. How do I change this? That's how I feel. Yeah. So the guy did recommend a book. Uh, I don't know if you... I wrote it. I know you wrote it down. It's called Feeling Great by David Burns. Uh, I haven't read it. Natalie hasn't read it. But, but it's on my audiobook list. Yes. The guy recommended it. So be sure to go check it out. It might actually help you if you experience any of these three states of thinking. Uh, and then, you know, girls... A very interesting states of thinking. Mm-hmm. In particular, I wanted to show to you this video that talks about girl math. Here's a list of things that I firmly Sorry about believe that. because of girl math. Anything under $5 is free. Anything I buy with a gift card is free. If I buy something but then I return it, I've made money. Going to an event or a concert is free because I purchased the tickets so long ago it like doesn't <laughs> even count. I load my Starbucks app in advance, so Starbucks is free. Anything discounted more than 50% is free and I... Well, so she's gone through oh, many, many, many different ways of thinking. I styles used to be of like thinking, her. right? Yeah, I used to be like her. What do you think about that? <laughs> I think that is somebody that is... And this isn't directly towards her. Because this is was me. I think it's somebody that's afraid to just deal with finances, which is such a big real thing. Sure. Um. So you're saying that she has financial issues. I'm saying she probably has some resistance with her finances, because if you're thinking like that, like it's funny, honestly, it's kind of funny. Yeah. I think she means well, you know, with that. Yeah. But if I were to really think like that, like how can I, if I just advance myself in my Starbucks credit, it's free. (laughs) Yeah. Like no girl, 
like you're probably spending at least 50 bucks a month on Starbucks. I know I was talking to Sabine a couple of days ago and she found 20 bucks in her wallet that she just happened to find. Yeah. And she's like, oh, look, free money. And then I'm like, no, girl, that's not free money. You like you probably earn that somewhere. Your that's mom funny. gave it to you. And she's like, no, if it's money that I didn't expect to find and I, mean, I find yeah. it in my, my okay. wallet, it is free money. I see it differently now because I cashed off and it's given me a lot of control over my finances. Yeah. Because I physically see how much because I withdraw a certain amount out of my income to just spend on cash. And ugh, does it irk me when people don't accept cash at places because now I'm like, I have to put it on my credit and whatever. But um, yeah, I don't agree with her. I got to say, though, last uh, week I was pulling out a new gym bag that I hadn't taken in the gym. Oh, Guess what I find inside? 20 bucks. And I was like, free money right there. And then I can use it for anything. It's not accounted for. I think yes. that that's what people keep in mind. Usually you have maybe like 50 bucks in your bank account mm -hmm. and that's all you have. And you have to not spend it. You know, you have to pay for like the metro or the bus or a taxi or like for certain things. Everything is already kind of mentally stuffed, kind of like what we do physically. I don't but think a lot got, of people do that. But honey. those $20, well, you'd be surprised, Natalie. If you only have $50, it's got to go a long way. Oh, yeah. So I was about to say yes. that scenario. Seems so, so you're kind of forced to do it. And, I, and, and that's a real scenario for a lot of people, you know. A lot of people can only make do with 75 bucks, you know, and so I'm they have be to honest, be careful. Though, I don't think a lot of people do that in the sense of I really do believe that everybody's spending on like credit. Uh, that's true. That's what I mean. So like, <laughs> okay, yeah. they're like, oh, here's the worst thing you could do is like, I fucked up. Um, Oh, well, put it on credit, <laughs> put it on credit, put it on credit. You know, one of my cousins, I want to really talk to you because I've been trying to get her and me because after I did this, I felt liberated after I did the whole finance thing. I really like understood my finances and my expenses. And I want to help her because last time I checked, she was telling me that she didn't know how much she was paying for food. Then we got to get her on the podcast. <sighs> I don't want to be our first guest. No, I don't want to put her on blast. A telecall. No, 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 I'm not a financial advisor. But anyways, I don't agree with that girl. And that's it. Well, anyways, um, just briefly going back over the whole thinking style. Now that we've mentioned, you know, girl math is a funny way of thinking, but these serious thinking styles, now that you might start to understand absolutes and how things, you know, are in a continuum and should be thought of, are you going to make an effort to change the way that you see things? Yes. I've thought about it since you showed me that video. Mm. At least not saying like, I always feel anxious or I always do this or nothing like that. Cause it's not even true. That's true. So yeah, I am over exaggerating and yada, yada, yada. I just <laughs> wish I was mentally okay again. What is it going to take? I don't know. I don't think I'm bad, but I've gotten better. Like I said, I feel like my life has been tainted. Well, and it's been almost two years. I, I had a very interesting question here or a statement. And I want to ask you if you okay. believe it or not. Right. So I find it very manipulative that our angry side is seen as our true colors. Uh, as if being happy and kind is fake. Out of all oh, the good really that we do, we are reduced to the bad days or the bad episodes. How mm -hmm. do you feel about that? Wow. Well, that's a very interesting perspective and the way that they put it. But I kind of agree, not with her. I kind of do agree that when somebody shows you their bad side, like it's like, where was this? 
is that because you read the the comments or no. it actually came from you? That's very deep to think that way. Yeah. Oh, that's very cool. What page was that on? Oh, it's there. No, someone actually did respond that. But I like knowing that you came to that conclusion on your own. Yeah. <laughs> mm. See, the thing is, I saw it for face value mm-hmm. and I read the statement and I believed it. And I like that statement. Yes. And it is it is very sad to believe that you are judged based on your worst days. Um, and, and I don't even think it's that much deeper than that. You know, I just think that it, it's just mm-hmm. sad to me okay, to yeah. believe that. And you do bring about a really good point that if something comes out on a bad day, like where was that? Mm-hmm. Has that happened to you recently or what, have you felt that recently? Has something on a bad day come out that you maybe like felt? It's harder to see it when it's you. Yeah. It's almost impossible. I don't think I can even sit here and be like, oh, that was me on a good day and me on a bad day. It's not I, I can't see myself from the outside. Yeah. But with you or with anybody that I like love, it's easier for me to be like, where the hell did that come from? Mm. Like that. So it's harder to be introspective. Yeah, I can feel that too. Um, well, in, in this case, someone was called fat, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that person apologized for calling them fat because I don't know, I guess they were having a bad day. What the heck? <laughs> that doesn't just come out of nowhere, and, though. And that's the exact response <laughs> Wait, they had. They're like, so they waited till a bad day to tell me I'm fat. <laughs> like, but that's kind of different. I feel like you can't just take that one back. <laughs> okay, look, word for word, word for word. I don't know. People seem way more likely to comment on me being fat when they're mad at me. They seem <laughs> really ready to go with that. Had to have been in the back of their mind the whole time dang no and i can see that i can see that for sure yeah that's messed up true colors are how you handle bad days it's easy to be a saint in paradise if you try to be your best to act rationally and unselfishly while under duress that is a true testament to your goodness (laughs) yeah (laughs) you agree with these um i don't know it's hard to say basically you you act different in different situations exactly yeah that's, that's just how it is um, I want to go back to one of the questions that somebody asked us, though, yeah. on uh, on the comments. It says, what's the most vulnerable that you felt on the podcast? Me? They asked you. Right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. There's been moments where shit gets real. And I think maybe even like 10 minutes ago where I was talking about mental breakdowns. I was slightly vulnerable, I would like to believe. Um, there are other moments where things get a little bit tense between you and me. Maybe <laughs> you say something that I don't like or that I don't believe and I defend myself or it could be the other way around. Mm-hmm. Um, those moments are kind of ugly and they're on the podcast. Obviously <laughs> I, I don't edit these very much. I tend to leave them as they are, uh, but it's, it's very real, you know? And if you go back and look at all these podcasts, there's definitely moments where you and I maybe didn't see eye to eye and that's very vulnerable. You think? Yeah. Hmm. But we shouldn't agree on everything. So but, I'm okay with those moments. But the disagreements tend to be a little bit bitter. Can you come up with one? Because I feel like, again, if I'm the audience, I need you to give me more like tangible. There was a moment in the podcast where you said that I put you down because I'm a man or something oh, and like that. Yeah, that came out wrong. Yeah, I didn't agree with that. Yeah, no, and we spoke about that after. Yeah. And I was like, shoot, I didn't want that to. And that's the other thing with these podcasts. It is a little scary. This is like, you can't edit this shit. <laughs> yeah, no. well we don't 
So it very much is like what's happening. I'm not even editing posts because look, I'm literally changing the cameras right now. And and I could be having a really bad day and say something that in a week from now when I'm having a really good day, I totally regret. Yeah. So that part gets me a little bit, you know, I, sorry, I just, I, I, <laughs> I laugh a lot at, um, Karina and Myra's podcast, Chins and Giggles. Yeah. And so there was like, <laughs> Elizabeth got dragged in one of the episodes because she basically, she basically, I, I, maybe this isn't even it. Oh, not me starting like a rumor, but, but basically she was telling Peter, she was telling Peter, but I can't with the sound effects. <laughs> it can't focus. Okay, tell she me. She was telling Peter, like, not to believe in God. I think that's what it was. Okay. And so then she got dragged in the next episode because people were like, why are you that person? And it was just really funny, her having to explain herself. And <laughs> it's, so- it's, it's, it's tough because we believe a certain way. And, what if and- we get canceled one day? Like, I feel like if there's anything that might get us canceled, it's going to be this podcast. Then... What, are we going to get canceled for believing what we truly believe? That's what I want to ask you. I mean, if it doesn't match up with what society thinks is the right thing or what one particular person believes isn't the right thing, then we might get canceled in that person's eyes, but not everyone. There's so many times where I feel like things can easily be taken out of context from the podcast. I really don't know how some people do it. We're doing it. No, we are doing it, but I don't know. It does scare me a little bit. Natalie. Talk to me. What screams we're not going to last long for couples? <laughs> we're not going to last long for couples. Um, Let's see. Let's see. When you see a couple and you're like, no, it's not going to last. For me, it's fighting in front of people. I was actually kind of thinking something like that yeah. as well. Like showing disrespect. Like if you're not embarrassed to like cover it up in front of others, I can't imagine with the fights that go on. <laughs> yeah. During like private Damn. time. Well, that's what I was going to say. I kind of feel like at times it's when somebody's very not superior, but like they kind of take the lead and, and in front of other people uh, make that person look like crap. Yes. That. I believe that too. That I think is like, ooh, that's a little bit of a red flag. That's a little bit. I think that, I think name calling oh in front God, of other people. That's terrible. You're right. Because what if you do it in front of others, what are you doing behind? You know, I think just the way that they speak to each other. They have respect for each other. Uh, if they If they don't invite the other person to events or to things along with them. I mean, you drag me along everywhere. Or, or like, you at least tell me. Or like flirting in front of your significant other. That was another weird topic from last time. I don't know if you remember the whole flirting topic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think flirting is a big no-no, especially if you're in a relationship. Especially in front of the other person, like you just said. Exactly, that's weird. That's terrible. Is it worse though in front or in... Behind their back? back. I think behind... No, in front. In front. In In front. front. It's definitely worse. (laughs) Oh... Uh, breaking up every few minutes and then getting back together. That's just toxic. I don't know how people do that. We've never broken up. No, but I mean, it's not something to like compare. You know, I just think that it must be draining to be on and then be off and be on and off. Did you have any relationship that kept breaking up and then getting back together? When I finished with someone, we were done. Damn, that's not a good sign for us. (laughs) No, I never loved anyone like I love you. So... That's okay. For us, our relationship's all rainbows, right? 
not always. Let's keep it real. It has its moments and it has its downsides. I like that song. Uh, I'm going to break out into screaming later. Um, anyways, if they have a strongly conflicting plan for their future, huh. that's a big sign that things aren't going to work either. You know, uh, I want to switch over to this video. I thought it was really funny. You were a big Disney girl back in the day. <laughs> okay, what is that? She said, <laughs> whatever, major loser. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Sabina showed me that video. Whatever, major, major loser. loser. That's kind of hard. Whatever, wait, whatever, major loser. That's freaking hard. I can't imagine her doing it. Are you still doing it? Okay. Yeah, it's so, actually kind of so fun. People in the comments are talking about how they would do it to their younger sibling and it would like destroy their world. Were there, are you still doing it? <laughs> I really want to get it right. Whatever major I feel loser. like it'd be fun to be a mean girl what in a movie. Ever? Whatever major, major loser. loser. Okay, can you play it to me? <laughs> Go ahead. Whatever major loser. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Anyways. Was there anything in Disney that you thought was like super cool that you went back to school and like you did it? Um, I just remember. I remember when Hillary Duff said how she wore the out. What is it? Kate. Kate was rude. And she's like, Lizzie McGuire, you are an outfit repeater. So that stuck with me like when me and my sister, but just for fun, like Angelica, Alcete, you are an outfit repeater. <laughs> So you just started quoting things yeah. from, from Disney? No, but I don't think... I don't know. I hope I didn't say anything. Did shows affect the way that you acted? Well, I'm sure there was influence. So you would say that Disney and kids shows impacted the way that you grew up? Oh, yeah. For sure. I think so. What about the way that you dressed? Oh, yeah. For sure. Damn. So these kinds of things do stick. That, that's they what I wanted do. to lead to with this. I think they do. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So what do you think... Uh, a scene in a show, whatever major loser would do to kids. Or do to kids. Oh my god, it would make you do that with your friends. <laughs> like if they said something offensive. I mean, I remember one teacher taught us how to say "mind your own beeswax." Well, one person said, "I remember getting hit with that for the first time in elementary school." The whatever major loser. Oh my gosh, somebody did that to and her, and it felt like my whole world turned into sand. Oh. <laughs> That's so sad. Whatever major loser. That's so honestly though. Wait, if somebody did that to you in elementary school, that'd be super sad. Especially with this, it's yeah. just so fierce. Like you just stop. Everybody looks and and you think you're so cool. Whatever major loser. No, no, no. I'm saying as being the victim. Yeah, the victim. Yes, everybody stops and watches as you get your ass pounded by <laughs> by that whatever major loser symbol. That's sad. That's so sad. Very sad. For me, I did get affected a lot by shows that I watched. I would quote them in school. And then also, if you didn't see a show, you'd be an outcast. Like if everybody's talking about like for me and my friends, it was like Dragon Ball Z or any anime. And then if you're not a part of that, then, you know, you can't partake in that conversation. See, I never cared about so that. So you're kind of left out. I love being that person that didn't know. But what you was did happening. know. You watched a lot of Disney. So it wasn't like you were excluded, right? No, um, I would say more in middle school when people started watching shows or even high school, like even to this day, I haven't watched a lot of the iconic ones. We started watching Stranger Things like how many years after it That's had been true. popular. I guess I got to jump on Euphoria. I actually kind of like that. Like you test the waters, then tell me. <laughs> I heard Euphoria is rough. I've heard that too. But I heard it's very rough. 
I really like this new show that we're watching called uh, The Bear. You were going to say beef, weren't you? I was going to say beef because the the actual restaurant is called The Beef. Yes, yes. Um, And so The Bear, it's all about, you know, like controlling anxiety, going about life and business, opportunities, and then breakdowns, and then like, you know. I feel feel that a lot. I I feel that show. I feel his anxiety. I feel like how he wants to really move on in life and you know i had a friend um who wanted to start a youtube channel and he had started it and him and his girlfriend um were just doing this full time yeah and they were asking me they were like when did you just know like we've been working so hard like when did you just know that you were going to like succeed in this and i told him and like, I guess it came from a place more of maturity because I realized, you know what? The opportunity that I had was the fact that I still live with my parents, that I was 20 years old when I started. So I didn't have to pay for like, I really wasn't paying for anything. My parents let me, you know, live there. Yeah. And um, like I had that pressure, but it wasn't a lot because I also had school to fall back on. So the reason I relate that back to beef is because that's like his one shot. So there's a lot of pressure, right? Yeah. And I feel very lucky that we started at the time that we did. The thing also is the main character um, was working at Noma, which is the best restaurant in the world. And he goes to to zero, to nothing. And has to, to build his way back up to, to the top is what he wants, is what his Yikes. dream is. And so, you know, being there is one thing, but then having to rebuild yourself and reach that again after but he having seems so motivated. I don't know. I think the hardest thing is staying at the top. You think? Yes. It's much harder in so, my opinion. So and are you talking about most things in general, like even restaurants? I'm like just talking about what I know, which is like, let's say YouTube. Like I found that going to the top, like getting there, which when I say that, I mean, like we had a time where we were the number one growing, like fastest growing channel in the world. Yeah. Right. That was a fun journey because there was excitement. I wanted to get there, but then staying there and like that consistency of like three videos a week and like this and that and managing all that, it wasn't easy anymore. Mm. So. So you feel, you feel what he feels. You understand him. No, because that what I'm trying to say is it's different because what he's feeling is he's inspired to get there, I feel. But he was there. At a cost. But he was there. He was there, yeah. But it wasn't his own Exactly. Thing. So he still feels that drive, that hunger, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, I understand. Yeah, that. because if I'm trying to put myself in his shoes, I don't think I would be able to do this again, like from the beginning at this age. Wow. I wouldn't. <laughs> That's very interesting. Yeah. You don't feel that way? No. You feel like you could start a YouTube channel, let's say, from scratch this. again? Well, you're right. You're right. Yeah. That's interesting. I would say that this is starting from the beginning. Hmm. And I mean, I wouldn't have taken this on if I felt like it wouldn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, this is this is my testament to the bear. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tasted the top and then I want to get... Well, not, not to the top, but I just want... To achieve success. Mm-hmm. And what is success for you in terms of this? Being able to continue to do it. Mm-hmm. That's that's my success. It's not even about, it's just doing it. Okay. You know, and doing it freely and feeling like we are able to. Uh-huh. And we have the time to. Mm. That's yeah. nice. I think just sustaining it. 
I mean, for, for a lot of people, it's like gardening, but you have to have the garden. And then what is the actual goal with the garden is to continue to garden. That's true. I think gardening is so enslaving. <laughs> I really? start, yeah, I love the idea. And I started gardening. But then it's that it's the fact that um, when is it winter comes around and then everything dies and then everything has its own cycle. Yeah. And then it's like, you want to start from over? You want to start over again? No, I don't. I don't. My dad has a mango tree that produced like over 100 mangoes and it's currently at zero mangoes. And yeah, everything goes in phases. But I think that there is beauty in that. And I think that goes to show that I can't accept that. The fact that you, that life comes in cycles. Well, along with cycles comes being sued. And what the hell? You know who got sued? Walmart. <laughs> you want to know why? <laughs> why? Because today I learned about a federal lawsuit filed against Walmart. From who? Concerning a stainless steel travel mug bought there so someone left mango juice inside of a metal mug inside of a walmart someone went to it opened it and it's it the gases that had accumulated inside of the travel mug caused the lid to explode and hit them oh in the face oh my gosh so it propelled her it hit her it broke her jaw what the and hell it, and it led to a uh, actual lawsuit that's how that much makes pressure sense. It, the mango juice had been building up for that's 10 cool. days. You know, what's that's funny. It? I brought up mangoes because of my dad's mango tree. Too, yeah. So funny. That's crazy. Yeah. And then another thing that I learned, let me hit you with another song. That there's a society called the Acclamation Society. What's what that? they do is that they intentionally release animals into other areas that they're not supposed to be in. That's terrible. So, so, for example, right now we have a bunch of rabbits. There's rabbits all over Florida. <laughs> they say it's going to be bad for housing. Yes. So we're going to see. I Every time we go for a run, we see maybe one or two, but we never yeah. used to see any at all. Like This is a completely new thing. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And so they'll take a non-native species into a new environment and, uh, you know, let it go. And this has led into, you know, a lot of invasive species throughout the years. Yep. Um, I mean... They're breaking laws. I don't know what would make what would force you or make you do something like that, like move an animal to where it shouldn't be. I don't know, honey. <laughs> it just seems so wrong. Yeah, right? it does. <laughs> you know, I kind of wanted to go back, if you don't mind, to the sure. main topic, which is like, how do we build a sustainable routine? You've been going to the gym for over how many years now? Three years. Three years. So, like, well, how? <laughs> Consistency. Yeah, but like, how? You know what? You want to know what the truth is? Yeah. Okay. I knew from the start that it would take a lot of work and effort and I signed up for it and I was pl not planning and I'm still not planning on stopping. And it's also a lot has to do. Okay. So my dad, can I just really, really quickly just interject? Cause it's like a story, right? So my dad does not like the feeling of being sore. It kind of bothers him. He thinks he feels he's in pain and that it's not right. You know, mm. and soreness is totally normal. If you're going to go work out, you're going to be sore. Mm hmm. You know how bad being sore is when you're freshly at the gym for the first time or oh, when you start terrible. a routine? It's terrible, right? And so for a lot of people, that soreness prevents them from pursuing workouts because they assume that every workout will lead to soreness. Yeah. Right? But I don't get sore anymore. Oh, wow. I don't, get, I don't feel any soreness. I do feel soreness when I'm running a little bit. And mm -hmm. that's because we haven't run as much as I used to. But I, my muscles don't hurt. And so I can continue. 
beyond what I used to, right? And if I stop, then I then I will feel the soreness. But right? I want to give them a tangible thing. So like I feel that how you started building your sustainable routine is yes, you end work at five and you're always at the gym around seven. Six thirty seven, yeah. Right. So like you allocated time for that daily, right? Yes, and that I has helped you. And I also think what we've done is I go to the gym, if you will. I try to go Monday through Friday, either um, either at 7 a.m. or at 5.30. So those are like my two slots. And that gives me flexibility if I don't want to wake up early or if I just want to wake up early, I either take one of those two slots. So if you kind of start creating your ideal week, I spoke about this in my last YouTube video, you'll notice that if you curate little slots that are more... Um, date like they're non-negotiables yeah. it makes it easier to move around all the other things that come up in life like grocery shopping or paying bills or stuff like that like you first want to establish those so that's how you will establish a sustainable routine that's what i have felt we have yeah. done right okay um somebody was asking you like how do you stay motivated for me yeah i don't think about it you don't think about it you know i i told you this and it feels very weird I assume the mental state of a robot. Okay. I don't know how to explain it to you, but I check out. I remove my emotions from running and from working out. Mm -hmm. I don't ask myself, how do you feel? I just do. And that's so interesting because I recently did that this week and that worked for me too. Yes. I did that with work. Yep. And with running. Yeah. Remember I told you, I was like, how am I going to run this? today and somehow i just put my clothes on and got there and i was like i'm not letting myself think about this i'm just gonna do it that is a state of mind you have to check out right especially when there's something that you don't want to do okay but how do you do that like realistically i tell myself you're a fucking robot what do it that doesn't seem healthy i am a machine i literally think of no emotion brainless pump and iron and i just think it and hmm. and you know it's I actually, I enjoy it though. So I don't have to mentally check out every time. That's, that's not what I'm saying. Right. But there are moments that it is difficult. Right. And even after this, I'm going to go to the gym and do I feel like doing it today? No, but you know, it's just one day that I might not want to, that I know that if I go, it's that much closer to success that I'm going to get. When I first lost 35 pounds, I realized it was just that it was those incremental efforts add up in the long run. So I'm going to go to the gym today. Why? I promised myself I would. Am I motivated? Absolutely not. Will I give it 100%? No, I'm going to give it five. Okay. So then in the next 20 days that I gave it five, it starts to add up. So it, it does really play an impact. It's all about those little habits. In our running, we use a Nike Run Club and you have this coach in your headphones called, um, his name is Coach Bennett. And so there is this one part of this beginner's class where it's a five minute run or it could have been seven. I think it was actually both. It was a five and a seven. And so like you look at that run and you're like seven minutes, like I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. It's an optional run too. So you're like, no, I'm not going to do that. So we, but we still did it. We went out and we did seven minute, a seven minute run. And man, let me tell you, a seven minute run is harder than a 30 minute run. It, it is harder than a 35 minute run. Why? Because it seems so unnecessary. And mm -hmm. so when you deem something unnecessary, you're like, I don't, I don't want to make time for that. It's so dumb. Seven minutes. Like, what am I going to do? Yeah. But it, it, it makes a, a it big makes, difference mm -hmm. at the end because how many little squeak 
how many runs are you going to squeak in five, seven, eight minutes, under 10 minutes, 10 minutes? Like it adds up ultimately. No, it does. And I, yeah, I, I agree a hundred percent with you. On that I, one. I swear to God, if, if for example, I couldn't, we're going to go to Columbia soon mm-hmm. and I'm not going to be able to work out. I'm going to try to do pushups. I'm going to try to like do literally anything. Boy, I hope you keep that promise. I'm very afraid for Columbia because I'm afraid to lose my routine. Check this out. We went to Hawaii yeah. for our morning, uh, for our honeymoon. Yes. I was about to say morning routine. I'm just, <laughs> my, my brain's fucked. Uh, so anyways, we went and guess what? We went to the gym. We did. When? We went to the gym. You did, honey. I yes. Did it. <laughs> I worked out on our honeymoon. I didn't. But we uh, we also had a healthy food. Okay, here's what we're we've, gonna do. We've done changes. Tell me, okay, go. Let's go in with a plan, right? A plan. Because that's how you don't get overwhelmed, which is the other part of this whole podcast. We have to go in with a plan to Colombia. The plan is. Oh shit! Yeah, we go again. Yeah. We, <laughs> we think about hey, how often in in the week realistically are we gonna work out in Colombia? Yeah, twice a week. Sure. We're going to make sure we walk our 10,000. You want me to be honest with you? It has to be Tell the me. same as to this as here. Every day? Yes. So How? Even if it's... Okay, let me tell you. And this is... Let me... Let me... Let me... Because you, you asked me a question and I want to answer it properly. Even if it's in the morning before showering or whatever, if I take some resistance bands or I, do, I just do like this. It's just simple. Like I can say I did it. I did something today and I won't leave my routine. And, you know, in my mind, even if I don't do anything for these three weeks and I come back, I'm going to go to the gym again just because I'm, I'm in my element. I am home. I don't know. It's it's at this point, it's harder for me to stop than it is to continue. But that's why I'm scared when we go. Don't be scared. What are you talking about? Explain it to me. I'm scared to lose my routine. What routine? My waking up at a certain time, making our own breakfast. There we're going to be eating whatever they give us is it going to be bread and rice because i don't want to eat that we're not just gonna have br- we're, we'll grocery shop we're adults wait what this is so odd going to columbia and grocery shopping for ourselves think about it we're gonna be in somebody's home we have to go we're gonna be shop. in someone's how do i we have to help I, yeah but how do i explain this to you like we're gonna have to live it <laughs> follow us on instagram if you want to see how things turn out <laughs> we're but, in columbia by the time this podcast goes live. yeah uh it's gonna be interesting and i can vlog a little bit of what we eat or whatever but i can promise you we will work out at least a little bit i am going to take my resistance bands okay how are you feeling i'm feeling a little tired why tell me the lights um we filmed another podcast before this i'm just a little tired Mm. and your alarm went off should i put that on do not disturb it's for podcast going up in five Oh, really? Wow. So you guys better check out that whatever that one was. It was about cycle syncing. Cycle syncing. How has your cycle syncing been going? Would you say it's succeeding? Um, I think I'm still very new to it. So I have a lot to learn. So it's been one week since the cycle syncing video came out, right? Just so you know. Okay. At this point in time. Sure. Uh, but for the little bit of time that you have done it, can you see it leading to success? Yes, I can. Yes, for sure. Can you tell me a little bit more <laughs> about how it's going to lead me to success? Yeah. Like uh, the taste of success. How can you see it working for you and how can you, how do you plan on doing it in Columbia as well? I have no idea how I'm going to do it in Columbia. I arrive on my period week. <laughs> yeah. I'm not feeling it and I have to socialize and be with people. I, I don't know about that. So I guess just kind of preparing myself for that flight. The flight. I'm tired, horny. 
I am oh. tired. <laughs> what do you mean you're tired? Like I'm really tired today. Oh, okay. I am. I'm feeling tired, honey. Well, guys, the, <laughs> this has been episode 34. We're running by ourselves. No David, no Sabina. We're pushing through. Uh, and it doesn't mean that obviously we're going to stop. It's going to continue. But um, we've been doing a lot of work this week. We're getting back into YouTube. If you haven't checked our main channel at this point, there's definitely a YouTube video out. We to go and enjoy. the the biggest yawn in the world uh thanks for tuning in today's episode uh subscribe if you're on youtube and also be sure to rate us on spotify and apple podcast the season this season might actually be over soon after this episode this might be that last episode of the season and so then that means we take a break for how long it'll be about a month okay i think that's good because we get to reset Yes. You know, and I would even like to know from you guys, what are things you have liked? What are things you haven't liked? What are changes you want to see? Yes. And topics and even guests. Also, be sure to uh, follow us on Instagram for more info as to when season two can drop because it might be a month or two or more. But no, I think it's going to be a month. It, it won't be a long time. No, I think it'll sure. be a month. And then other than that, uh, thanks for tuning in. We will be transitioning from RSS feed into Spotify video. So we you will be able to check spotify video as well for our content that's going to be very new for season two that's exciting very exciting thanks for tuning in guys we appreciate you and have a great friday bye